What's going on, FCA? Welcome back to True Life Sessions. So glad that you decided to join us for today's episode. Today is a jam-packed episode because we are traveling to George Fox University in Newburgh, Oregon to sit down with Austin Hallman. Austin is a baseball player at George Fox and he shares really about what the internship is here in the Pacific Northwest, how it's helped him grow in his calling, and really what are rhythms of Jesus that he has incorporated in his life to help him better walk close to Jesus and better understand who Jesus has called him to be. It's, a, it's such a good conversation. Austin is very wise for his age, and I'm excited for all of us to just draw from his wisdom. On the other end of Austin's conversation, we'll be sitting down with Miss Lauren Brandon, who is on FCA staff here in the Northwest, but specifically heads up our internship program. She shares briefly about the heart of the internship, the, her heart in leading young adults into their calling and, and who they want to be in life and who God's created them to be, and then briefly share about the heart of God and who he's called us to be as disciples of Jesus in the marketplace, in everyday life, wherever we're at, whether we're an accountant, a banker, a dance instructor, whatever it may be how can we take part in the kingdom and what God is doing in the world it's such an enriching conversation we pray it encourages you so if you're really excited you probably want me to stop talking let's just go ahead and jump into today's conversation with Austin well what's going on FCA welcome back to true life sessions uh we are in a locker room here at George Fox University in Newburgh Oregon and I'm sitting here with Austin Austin what's up dude how you doing? I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. You know what I'm super grateful for? What? That this locker room doesn't smell like a locker room. It doesn't smell like a locker room, but that's probably because we haven't used it in two years. So that, oh. that probably helps. Plus, we got all these brand new jerseys. And oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Super thankful for George Fox and the coaching staff for just letting us come in, invade the space, and shoot a TLS right here Heck on yeah. campus. This is super awesome. Okay, so Austin, I want to let the people get to know you a little oh, yeah. bit. So um, where... You obviously go to George Fox. Yep. What year are you? What sport do you play? Uh, I'm a junior. I play baseball. I'm a pitcher. Okay. And uh, what are you studying? I'm studying management with a communications minor. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I tried to take communications, but believe it or not, I wasn't that good at it. Yeah. So you just decided to do it for a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I hope my boss doesn't hear this. Okay. Anyways. Um, okay. So it's Christmas season. Oh, yeah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, TLS. What is your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Ooh, it's either Elf or Christmas Vacation. Mine's you can't be Vacation. Yeah, Christmas she's a beau clock. She's a beau. <laughs> I don't know. I love Elf. I, I'm. I definitely relate with Buddy. I'm the oh. guy that goes Santa. <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that is so good. Okay, so you play baseball. Go to George mm-hmm. Fox. You're a junior, but also you were in the internship with PDX FCA. Yes, I am. How long have you been doing that? I've been doing it for. Three, four months? Three, four months. Yeah. Awesome. And where are you like, like what part of the area are you like focusing your ministry on right now? So my focus is in Newburgh. So okay. with baseball, it's it's tough to to get out to other places. Um, I've been to St. Paul and Amity okay. this week. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but mainly Newburgh um, and especially with the, the college ministry and the high school a little bit too. Yeah, that's awesome. So we have an internship out here in Portland and really just walking aside, alongside young people to help yeah. them discern the calling that Jesus has for them in their life. And so super thankful for our internship program. Uh, what has been your most favorite thing about the internship program? I'd say my favorite thing is just getting to explore what my calling is and explore mm-hmm. who God has made me to be in a safe space. Uh, I thought it was, it would just be a lot of, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like I got to figure out what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and just everyone around FCA, they're like, nah, you're good. Just 
keep walking with the Lord. He'll show mm. you what you need to do. Dude, so. That's such a good word. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what has been your least favorite part? Ooh. I'd probably say the fundraising. Oh, um, yeah. My, so I feel God just telling me, ask, ask, ask. Like mm-hmm. the verses keep co- showing up. It's like asking you will receive. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I was like, wait, he must mean fundraising. <laughs> um, and the, the, one, the one donor that I have so far, I didn't even ask for it. And he ended up giving me over like almost half of what I needed for the wow. year. Um, and I have another donor call this week, but that's awesome. I haven't been <laughs> hitting it as hard as I probably should. Yeah. Yeah. So our interns actually have to fundraise for their little stipend and things that they get. So that is such a, I remember when I was on staff, that was a big hurdle for me yeah. because it's such a faith test of like, I'm walking into this meeting. Do I actually believe God's <laughs> one called me to this, yeah. but also God's going to actually show up for me when yeah. I ask, cause it's like so much pressure, but yeah, all over scripture in yeah. the new Testament, Jesus is like, yo, don't take anything with you because people will give you hospitality. Yeah. They'll give you food. Don't even take sandals with you. I'm like, dude, what? Yeah. So that's awesome. Okay. So I think something that you, you d- just touched on there for a little bit is, I think what I wanted to expound upon mm-hmm. here today, discerning your calling. <laughs> so you're a college student. Yep. I remember when I was in college, you'd go home for Thanksgiving, you'd go home for Christmas and you'd be at your family around the table and they'd be <laughs> like, one, are you dating anybody? There we go. Question yep. number two, what in the world are you going to do with your life? And all this pressure would be sitting upon, I remember my shoulders, I don't know about you. And so I really wanted to just talk about like, how has FCA helped you in that? Mm-hmm. And then have you figured out what is your calling <laughs> in life? Yeah. Um, let's see. How has FCA helped? Um, yeah, they've given me the space to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I figured out. I think he's starting to, to show me. Um, I feel like I definitely have a gift for just helping people along um, mm-hmm. and just a real passion, like whatever I talk about, I'm, I'm pretty intense. I'm either like super goofy or super intense. Mm. And most of the time I'm going to be honest, it's super intense, especially when I'm talking about Jesus. Yeah, dude. Um, and I just, especially in the last like month or so, um, just a lot of people like, man, I get big pastor vibes from you. I'm mm. like, okay. Like I get big pastor vibes. If you're, what's your major? Are you a mm. Theo major? I'm like, nah. Um, they're like, so, and I've always been like, God, I really don't want to be a pastor. Like, Please don't make me a pastor. Um, Uh-oh. but <laughs> And I, I love FCA. I love mm-hmm. like getting to combine bit because I've the idea of baseball, like none of my family played baseball. It was mm-hmm. just a like a passion he put on my heart at like five years old. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh wow. And the thought that I can use it and especially with FCA, like increasing how they're mm-hmm. using baseball as a ministry and especially in the Oregon area. I, I love that. Um mm-hmm. so the thought of being able to do maybe both, like what if I'm like a youth pastor a little bit over mm-hmm. here and then working with FCA baseball like mm-hmm. halftime. Um I mean, that's where I'm at right now. I still don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm a junior. I got, I got plenty of time, yeah, which you do. apparently I have plenty of time. Who knew? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but that's been really cool just seeing how he's been working in me and just working on me mm-hmm. in this season and like letting me know I don't have to be perfect mm. right away or have it all figured out because I wasn't created to have it all figured out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come on, bro. Start preaching. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. That's so good because... From what you were talking about, I think the pressure is there. You know, yeah. it's like whether it's, hey, bro, I see some big pastor vibes in you're like, oh, my gosh, like that's a big calling. That's a lot of weight, like people's souls, like <laughs> and then into, yeah, your family and wherever it may be. Like, I think a lot of people on the other side of this camera at your age probably feel that same pressure. And I still feel that same pressure. And I'm almost 30. <laughs> like, man, when am I going to get my life figured out? You know, and so but I think something that you touched on that you're learning within FCA, but also like what the Lord is teaching you is 
uh, just keep walking with him yeah. and he'll show you where to go. Yeah. Um, I think people get God's will so twisted. Yeah. They keep thinking it's a destination or a move to a city or, yeah. but it's actually walking with God, <laughs> like, like walking with God. And so how have you kind of like grown in that? So you said, you know, FC's helped you like just realize like, man, we just need to walk with God and he'll show us where to go. So yeah. what are some things and tips and tricks that you've just seen as a college student to help you grow in your walk mm. with Jesus? I think physical walking. Um, Come on, bro. I, I live, <laughs> I'm a big walker. <laughs> I, I live on campus and right behind my house is, is the entrance to the canyon. Um, mm-hmm. So like getting into a rhythm of going down there and just sitting and literally stopping my mind because um, it's always racing. I yeah. have a lot of thoughts and I'm like, okay, Lord, how do I focus and slow down and just simply walk? Like, mm. what, is it, what does it mean to walk with you? Let you break down the parts of my heart and not try to like hold on to it so hard. Um, so that, I think that's the, the biggest tip is finding ways to slow down and then finding people to help you and challenge mm. you along with you um, because it's really hard to ask for help. It's really hard to admit that you're weak. Mm-hmm. Um, second or yeah second corinthians 12 9 has been like the verse of mm. of this season of life it's like god's like dude you don't have to have like i'm strong in your weakness you're mm-hmm. supposed to be weak yeah it's like but i don't yeah. want to um i ain't weak <laughs> i'm huge yeah. no you're not yeah, um you're not. so yeah just learning to admit that weakness and be okay with it and mm-hmm. boast in it like yeah. it's like heck yeah i'm weak because i got a real big god back here yeah um yeah that's so good. Walking, bro. Like that has been so big for me and just in yeah. this season because I'm a dad, I'm a husband, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, do all this stuff at work and my church. And it's yeah. like, I'm so busy to get to the next thing yeah. that I miss God in the actual yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I think what you're saying and what you're touching on, you're just hitting the tip of the iceberg yeah. is that especially in our society, Western society, individualism, like we are so focused on next thing on the list, yeah. next thing no. to do, next thing. And God's like, hey, how about you just pump the brakes for yeah, just a if, second? If you're not present in the moment, like you're always seeking this happiness, this mm. end goal. It's like, okay, but if you're always seeking this, you're going to miss what I have for you right now. Mm. And God's like, dude, wait, do you have, like, I have a lot of closed doors in my life right now. No open doors. I'm like, God's like, sit here. Yeah. No, but no, sit here. And yeah. it's like, God, I want to move. Like every time I pray, I feel so good. And like, no, sit. Yeah. Like, Okay, man. Yeah, and I think you're just you're just breaking into like spiritual discipline, spiritual yeah. rhythms. And I heard this quote one time. It said, "The problem with the Christian church nowadays is they've traded saints for celebrities." Mm. Now, hold on for a second, because what that saying is not necessarily like anything to do with saints and the theology of saints, but yeah. I think what it's getting to is the lifestyle of a saint. Yeah. If you look back at all the saints and the way in which they lived, it was slow. Yeah. Like one of the best ways I could describe the rhythm of Jesus is patient yeah. and slow. He walked everywhere. He stopped when people came up to him. And I think, man, you're hitting on something that is just really, really good. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that you could give to a college student on the other side of this camera mm-hmm. or a coach, because I think what you're talking about is applicable for anyone. Yeah. What is like that one nugget that you could share with them to just encourage them in this season? Mm-hmm. God created you for a purpose. Mm. Seek that. Be relentless about it. Don't hold back and don't be afraid that you're going to mess up because you are. Um, and seek God with all you got because there's, there's nothing else that's going to bring you anything. He's it. That's it.
Wow, bro. Thank you so much, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Man, I wish we had more time. <laughs> and I know after the camera shuts off, me and you can still have a conversation. Oh, yeah. But so thankful for you. I'm going to pray for you real quick, if yeah. you don't mind. Oh, and uh, just super thankful for you and your wisdom. Like, I just, I just see, I do see a deep well in you, okay? Um, wherever God takes you with that deep well, um, there is wisdom there that people are going to thirst for and learn from and draw from. So super thankful for you. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for Austin. We thank you for his life. We thank you that ultimately, God, that you have created him as a son. God, you created him. You gave him hands to do things. You gave him feet to take him places. But ultimately, God, you created his heart. You created his soul to be with you. And God, I just thank you that Jesus has bought him at such a high, high price and that anything that he can do in his life, it could be great. It could be awesome. But Lord, if you're not in it, it's just not worth it. So I just pray, Lord, for the pressure to fall off his back, for him to just walk freely in who you've called him to be in this season, where he's at right now. And may he be faithful where his feet are at and uh, just allow you to do what only you can do in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Austin, Thank you, thanks so much for being here, bro. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Austin, for sharing such an amazing word and really just helping us better understand the internship, better understanding calling, and really just better understanding what it's like to follow Jesus as a young person, a young college athlete in this day and age. But now, like I said before, we're going to be moving into the second part where we're really hoping to dive deeper into what Austin talked about. Me and the athletes and the coaches in TLS on camera, we only get to talk for about 10 minutes. And sometimes we talk about things that could go on for an hour, but just don't have the time or space. So we wanted to create this space to invite people, leaders in to really just dive deeper into the practical, the practicality of what the coach or athlete said. So I've invited Miss Lauren Brandon into the room with me today to, to really just debrief again on what Austin what Austin talked about. So Lauren, welcome to TLS, the podcast version. Are you Thank excited? Thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah. So Lauren, you've been on TLS before, but in front of the camera. Yes. A little and nervous. Now, yeah. And now you're in the podcast version and I always make the joke. That's not because of your looks, you know, we're not just trying to, <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This isn't a, this isn't a jab <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, but really excited to just learn from you today. You are a wise, deep, deep whale. And as a brother in Christ, like, I'm just, I'm so excited to get into this. So thank you. Some people on the other side of this, they may be listening to it from wherever. They probably don't know who you are. So Lauren, who are you? Well, like Michael said, I'm Lauren Brannon. I'm 28 years old. I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. I grew up there my whole life. Um, family of four, went to school at Evangel University in Springfield, Missouri. Um, so I am a Midwest girl through and through and actually... You know, I say Ohio's Midwest, but some people say it's like East Coast oh, it's all the way. No, it's definitely Midwest because I'm, I'm from the same. East Coast. Yeah. Okay. I feel so validated. So thank <laughs> yeah. you. Um, but yeah, I actually, I moved out to Seattle, Washington um, for an FCA internship. And so I was just like, you know, I've never been this far West mm -hmm. and I was single at the time and I was just kind of like, Lord, I want to go on an adventure with you. And um, so here I am on the West Coast. Yeah. That's so awesome. So yeah. 
you are now working in with the PDX FCA team. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where do you serve specifically with FCA? So currently I serve as the West Side South director, and that is nine communities up and down 99. It starts mm-hmm. with Tiger Twalton. It goes all the way down to Yamhill, Amity, mm-hmm. out in the boonies. So we have some city towns. We have some farm towns. Love that. Um, but they're all crazy about sports, and mm-hmm. it's just been so cool to get to know so many coaches and athletes and families and churches in those communities. So it's just been a blast. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Lauren does an amazing job in the West Side South, and uh, I live in the West Side North, which is just north of you. So, mm-hmm. and I I hear and see the ripples of the work that you all do, and it's just so amazing. Um, but you also, and what I was talking about with Austin, you're the mama to the interns, right? Like you lead the internship program for us uh, here sweet. in Portland. Yes, and, uh, I love them very much, and yeah. it's an honor to walk with them. Yeah, and so we really wanted to talk more about like the internship as a whole. Mm-hmm. So Austin briefly touched on it but as the leader of the intern the Mm -hmm. mama hen of the interns uh what is what is really your heart walking into this year just leading them in their journey well like i mentioned earlier i had the opportunity to be an intern myself up in seattle and coming out of college moving across the country, hopping into a career that I wasn't really sure what the job was going to look like yet. You know, I'd worked at a coffee shop before. Um, I'd worked at a job where I clock in, clock out, but to move across the country and just be like in this new, like, what is this job? You know, um, it's, it was completely different. Having the opportunity has given me such a passion for wanting to walk alongside these interns. Yeah. Yeah. And I look at this opportunity that I'm in now and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like I get to walk alongside them um, from my own experience, but then also like, what has the Lord taught me? How is, how has he brought other people in my life to walk alongside me to, mm-hmm. um, to give me, to be a stepping stone for me as I walk into this, you know, it was an internship for me. And then obviously it's what I do for my job now, which mm-hmm. is so, so incredible. Yeah. Um, but you know, I would say my biggest heart is, um, you know, just from the perspective of when you're coming out of college, yeah. your schedule is, you know, someone is telling you what, what to do and how to manage your schedule, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. And I'll, same with a lot of these student athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have their practice times. And so when they transition from that into a full-time job, you know, where FCA is, you got you have your objectives mm-hmm. um, and you got to figure out how to, to, how to manage that, how to self-start, how to do some of these things. And my biggest heart was, let's lessen that gap for them mm-hmm. and let's, let's teach them how to, to, to lead self, to manage self, to manage mm-hmm. their time, their, how much energy they have in a day, how to manage that and how to refill versus just binge on Netflix. Like how do we yeah. like go for a walk or how do yeah. we do different things to like, okay, I have more energy in my day to, um, you know, do whatever. So anyways, that was a big part of, of stepping into the internship um, and coming on staff is learning how to manage myself mm. in a way that I could um, just pursue excellence with the career with FCA. Yeah, that's so awesome. I'm learning so much because I, for me on the outside, looking into the internship, you see just kids like at huddles and serving, but to hear more of this like back end stuff of like, actually we're trying to teach them how to like manage their schedule and like Mm -hmm. how to, uh, adult, if you will. And I think that that is so good because I think a lot of times, uh, people may look at an internship or, and think it's just kind of like the stepping stone to the next thing. But Mm -hmm. I think what we're doing here is super important because it's investing into who they are as a person and who God's created them to be. And then from that, allowing this to be kind of like a trampoline into the, to where they're going to where they don't get like me where I graduated college. And I was like, 
well, now what am I going to uh-huh. do? <laughs> you know, how do I do this and how do I do that and how do I do this? So right. to have just the space to do that. And Austin touched on that. And I think that that line in there he said was, I think the best part about the internship is FCA is giving me the space to the safe space to hear who God's called me to be and what God called me is calling me to do. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, I don't know why, but I was like, yes, like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I didn't pay him to say that. You know, like yes. that, that is so, so good. So getting to like, I guess, discerning calling. Yeah. I think, I think that's a passion that I kind of have for the, the younger generation under me because mm-hmm. I feel, I just felt so much pressure as a college student trying to figure out like, man, like I love Jesus. Does that mean I go work at a church? Right. Like, right. Oh, I, uh, like Jesus has changed everything about me, but I also have a passion in this. Like, do I do that? Or, yeah. and there was just so much pressure and I didn't have that space to work that out. So, um, how have you kind of been providing that space for these interns? Uh, just to ask questions, like, what does that look like in a week to week basis? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I, I really think, you know, you go anywhere, you know, these days and sometimes you don't have to have a college degree. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you just have to go, yeah, have a certificate. But for the most part, a lot of jobs have on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. So you're learning the the standards of the of the culture. You know, like these are our processes, these are our methods. Um, but when it comes to the foundational pieces, those are the things that um, aren't really taught when mm-hmm. you go to a different job. And so, um, my heart as as they come in is um, to walk alongside them, also bring people to walk alongside them, so that if they if they work for FCA. Um, then they have a great foundation to, to go off of. Mm-hmm. They know how to, to manage their schedule. They know how to be owners with their time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they go on and, and work in other areas in the nonprofit world or go to into church ministry or go into corporate America, mm-hmm. they have this foundation that does set them apart that you can't, that isn't taught. Mm-hmm. And I do think like as, as believers, we are called to be counterculture. Yeah, the, That's what the Lord calls us to do. Yeah. And I think that um, if you have received Christ into your life, then it is your call mm. to make disciples yeah. and to follow the great commission that Jesus gives us. And, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's just so, so key for them to have that foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I recently have been thinking a lot about Daniel and, mm. you know, when he was brought into the palace, you know, as a young, you know, young guy, yeah. um, you know, he had all of these, you know, he was going to be one of the servants to the king. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, you know, you got to eat these foods. And, you know, it's almost like you had this like fitness regimen laid yeah. out for him. <laughs> and he just believed strongly. He's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do vegetable and water. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to see how the Lord went before him and blessed him in that. Um, mm-hmm. and he, Cause he lived counterculture mm-hmm. um, and he was in a place of influence in the yeah. king's palace. And so no matter where these interns go, having them have a foundation of knowing who they are in Christ, having that time to explore who they are and what the word of God says they are. And I think it's really cool that they're able to come in, say, what's my personality? What are my giftings? What's my testimony? How, how has the Lord worked in my life? Mm. Um, and then who are the people that he surrounded me with? Yeah. Um, and then how can, how can I be deeply connected with those people and serve them in a way that, um, it's about the body. It's not about the individual. Yeah, come on. Um, we are, we're many parts mm-hmm. um, in one body. But then I also think that there's an element that the Lord knows the desires of our hearts. And when yeah. we submit to him, he, he sometimes reorients them. And sometimes he just goes before us and, and surprises us. Um, but I think that the biggest thing is what are all of those factors that make up who we are and how can we harness them in submission to Christ yeah. and see where he leads us? 
Um, if that is with FCA, there is, I mean, all the interns we have right now, I mean, I would be jumping for joy if they came on staff with mm. FCA. But if they go on, I'm going to be so pumped to know that they are, they're just walking in submission to Christ and yep. they're letting him use him. They're being thermostats in their, mm. in their community. They're not being thermometers where Come they're on. trying to check the like temperature. <laughs> yeah. Like they are setting the, the change. They're yeah. setting the temperature for the room that they walk into and their yeah. families and their communities and their churches. That's so good. Lowe's <laughs> preaching. Come on, let's go. And I think, I think too, it's something that you are, you're getting to. And I think Austin was trying to get to is that the disciple of Jesus, the, the work of God is not just for the pastors, the person standing mm -hmm. on stage on Amen. Sunday morning, the person, the elder, the what, the whatever, actually the work of God is supposed to be for the disciple, whether that disciple is an accountant whether yeah. that disciple is a dance teacher by the grace of God, That's a right. karate instructor, like whatever it is, uh, you are called to make disciples. Amen. That's it. Like that's, that's, right. that's it. And I think the pressure is like, I'm not trying to down church culture, but I think we've, it's so we're, we're struggling right now with young people. I, mm -hmm. I really do. I, I believe mm -hmm that the church is really struggling about like what to do with young people. Cause it's like, well, they're coming out of the youth group, but they're not married yet. Right. Uh, we're going to make a small group of young people, you know what yeah. I mean? And to create space for people to be like, man, God's given me a passion for me personally. God's given me a passion mm -hmm. to storytell. Mm -hmm. Like I want to tell stories. Is there a place at the church for me to do that? If there's not, where in the community do I need to go so that God could use me in the giftings and the passions that he's giving me? That's right. And like, I think that's exactly what, if you look at like the church of Acts, the mm -hmm. church Philippi, it's like Paul planted those places, but they were sustained and led by everyday people, like mm -hmm. in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. You got your mamas helping out. You got your, you know, the people working down in the, the shops helping out. That's and right. like the church was meant to be ran by everyday people. And I think a lot of people just, unfortunately, in this Western individualistic mm -hmm. consumer culture, it's like, okay, Sunday's for me. I'm going to go in, I'm going to get my fill, mm -hmm. and then. I'll come back next Sunday. Right. But man, Jesus actually has flipped that completely upside down and said, no, it is for the building up of the one another, the church, mm -hmm. but actually to be sent out from that place and to go into the city that we live in here in Portland or wherever you're at That's right. as the football coach, as the mom, as the dad, as the banker, and be like, man, I am a disciple of Jesus right now. Mm -hmm. I am on mission to love and show to be the physical manifestation of God's spirit here in this place. And I think that's so cool. And I think what, what I love about what you're doing with the interns is like, man, if they come to FCA, praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. But if not, praise the Lord. <laughs> like, that's right. That's like, right. Like we could actually invest in the next generation of a wave of disciples that are going out and doing all kinds of different jobs. That's I'm right. going to be an electrician for the glory of God, you yeah. know? And I think that is, that is so, so good. Um, so Austin kind of shared about this briefly, but he was talking about just, and I think coinciding with being a disciple of Jesus yeah. is the rhythms of a disciple because right. you can just go, 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 go. You can try mm -hmm. to get into the wave of like everything's hurrying, everything's going to the next thing, going on to the next place and mm -hmm. completely miss like the point. And Austin was just talking about, man, as a young person, and I think this is really for all of us, it's not really just for college kids, mm -hmm. but it's hard to find space to hear from God and to know yeah. who God's called me to be. 
Um, how do you think people on the other side of this podcast could just like incorporate some things mm-hmm. into their life, whatever it may be, whether it's rest, whether it's more prayer, whether mm-hmm. it's like, why do you think that's important for mm-hmm. us uh, in this day and age to like make sure those rhythms are there? Because if not, we're just going to be, whew, I know, right. And we're going to end up, you know, dead on the we're other end. End up burnout. burnout. Yeah. That's burnout. Right. Yeah. So, well, um, I think when, you know, when you were talking, Ephesians 2.10 came to my, to my mind where it says, for we are God's handiwork created mm. in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And when I see good works, I think sometimes that those two words can be um, misunderstood sometimes, mm. um, whether, whether intentionally or unintentionally, but just by, you know, the busyness of life, we're doing good works, we're doing good works. Um, and sometimes if we're not in that right mindset, it's, it becomes a lot of performance, mm. performance-based. And yeah. um, a really key rhythm that we talk a lot about in FCA um, and we talk about in the internship is, are you Sabbathing? What's mm. your Sabbath? Yeah. You know, is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? It's what's that 24-hour period where you're intentionally setting aside time to rest, to renew your mindset, to, um, to you know, honor God for his glory and for his, for his sovereignty and who he is. And we even see that in the Bible is when God rested, it wasn't because... Um, you know, we get to rest from a place of work, mm-hmm. um, or, um, we get to work from a place of rest. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, yeah. and when we do that first and foremost in our week, that's our mindset is we, we're, we're, you know, we're working from a place of rest mm. and, and from him saying it is good. Like what I've created is good. Mm. Um, and he's, he's done the work, um, I think I think when it's flipped and we're working for rest, that's when we can get in that hamster cycle yeah. of it's never enough. You know, the to do lists are never done, and I think with, even with FCA, sometimes we're like, it's an illusion to think that our mm-hmm. to do list is going to get yeah. going to get done. And um, you know, we see even in the Bible that Jesus Jesus was a busy guy. Oh yeah, you know, when he was here on the earth, he had he, only he had, had three stuff. year ministry. <laughs> I know, and he was busy. He was healing people. He had, his relational capacity was just insane. Yeah. And, but we do see that he does take time, intentional time to get away with the father. Yep. And that's where he finds true rest. And mm-hmm. so in the same way, we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to model our life after Christ mm-hmm. um, because that's how we're going to be. That's where we're going to be able to have the space to say, what is he, what is he calling me this week? Mm-hmm. What is he calling me next week? What is, what is he calling me? Um, that way we can stay in step with him instead of trying to get too far ahead of him. Yeah, that's so good. I was actually listening to a sermon today by uh, Charlie Dates. If you haven't listened to Charlie Dates, that dude will, he'll, he's just a fire hydrant of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he just smacks you with it. Um, but he said, doctrine should always lead to duty. Um, and he, what he was talking about was like, our identity in Christ should always in turn lead to the lifestyle of Christ. And I think, mm. especially with that Ephesians passage, it's like, you could get those two things mixed up really quickly. Yep. Like, who am I in Jesus? Now, what do I do because of that? You mm-hmm. can almost flip that and be like, what do I do because of what Jesus has done then leads to who I am because yeah. of what Jesus has done. And that's like so backwards. And I, I love this idea that it's like, man, because of what Jesus has done for me, mm-hmm. and now I am a son of the Most High King, now I can't wait to get my hands onto something. You know, I can't yeah. wait to work with such excellence. I can't wait to do what he's called me to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. Jesus, I think it's like 40 sometimes it's mentioned like he gets away. He mm-hmm. leaves the crowd. He 
goes to the mountaintop. He goes to the lonely place, back to the wilderness, desolate place. Like there's mm-hmm. all these different types of it. But at this, all at those things is, is he's doing the same thing. He wants to sit with his father and be because he knows that Amen. that since the beginning of time has always been the whole mm-hmm. point. Like God, I love in Genesis, like God made man and then the next day rested. So like, man, I, I could just imagine, and I always throw myself in scripture to try to picture it. Mm-hmm. You come into existence and you're like, now what? Like, what am I going to do? Right. God's like, take a seat, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're chilling for 24 hours, just you and me. Totally. And I'm like, what? You know, and it's like, oh, that'd be, that's so sweet. And then like he created the garden, Adam and Eve, so that he could be in community with them and walk around with them. I could just imagine God just like, man, look at this tree that I made. Look at these mountains that I've made. Look right. at, like for us to enjoy together. And then unfortunately, you know, the break mm-hmm. of sin comes in. But I always, I always see Jesus returning us back to that place. Like Jesus mm-hmm. is the bridge back to that time of just walking with God. Like mm-hmm. Enoch walked with God and then he was no more. Yeah. It says that in the Old Testament. I don't know what that means. <laughs> right, right. But walking with God is such a beautiful thing. And I love how Austin talked about that. Like it's literally like going on walks. I just, I just need to walk sometimes. Yeah. And if you've never been to Newburgh, it's a nice place to walk. It <laughs> like, is. It's a really, really Oregon and in general, the Northwest. Small town vibes. Yeah. The Northwest, you may be in Arizona and you're like, I just don't want to go on a walk, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But whatever it is, we have to create that space uh, for God to just speak to us and love on us so that the doctrine of who he says that we are because of what Jesus has done then leads Amen. to the duty that I do, um, yeah. whatever that is. Um I know for me personally, another rhythm that I have in my life is sometimes, well, all the time I'm stuck in traffic. I don't know what it is about the city. <laughs> you live in it. Don't even it. get me you started. You live in it. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get the me started. City for it. Um, I'm always in traffic. And <laughs> a lot of times I have to, I will cut off the radio and just be like, Lord, what's happening? You know, like come sit in this truck with me because I'm sitting in traffic and let's Mm. just talk. And it's funny in those times, it usually turns in me waiting on the Lord to speak. And when he does, he brings people to my mind Mm. and I'll just start praying like, man, thank you for my wife. Thank you for my son. Thank you for all this and all this. And it actually turns into a Mm -hmm. worship session to where I'm like bawling driving down the highway Mm -hmm. because the Lord is just like, yeah. And so silence and solitude is a really big thing for me. Um, And then Sabbath is, oh, Sabbath is so good. Sabbath is so sweet. Jesus said like, hey, Sabbath wasn't, was it man wasn't made for Sabbath? The Sabbath was Sabbath made, was for, made man. for man. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, like, I want to rest with you. That's I want right. to be with you. And if you don't, you are going to burn out. Yeah. You are going to burn out. Yeah. And I just think that's, that is so, so good. You know, actually, um, growing up, my parents were in full-time ministry. They were in missions and I saw a lot of my family members in, in ministry. And honestly, I got to see this window of of people in ministry, whether it was missions, local missions, global, the church. Um, and there were some, there were some times where I saw some pastors burn out. Mm. Um, and you know, even with FCI, I think it starts out good. Mm -hmm. We starts out with so much excitement and the best intentions, but I think, um, you know, with the busyness of life and with our culture, sometimes we can just go, go, go. And, Mm. and then we, we reach the point where we're like, we're frustrated and we're, maybe we're disappointed and we are confused of like, wait, is this not my calling? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's just so key to have that perspective of 
it's not about a destination. Mm-hmm. I think Austin oh, was talking about yeah, that too. It's so not good. about the destination. It's about the journey. Mm-hmm. And if we're walking this journey with the Lord, it's not about speeding through life. It's about the cadence that he sets for us. Mm-hmm. And um, he created us. He knows everything about us and he knows the ways in which we're going to be able to flourish. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we want to set these interns up. So yeah. if they come on staff, um, they're, they're, they have a healthy mindset because we mm-hmm. want them in for the long haul. Yeah. Um, and whatever they, we want them to be serving God for the long haul and not just for the first, you know, 10, 15 years. I think, I think that can be a common thing of people are just in ministry for 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, as they're young. And then, you know, when family comes along, they're not really doing that much anymore, but we want to help them set healthy, healthy rhythms for, mm-hmm. for life. Yeah. So that whether they're doing this job, you know, for the next 10, 15 years, they're, they have the mindset of mm-hmm. it's, it's a journey. It's yeah. a walk with the Lord. Yeah. And he that's can so use good. me wherever I am. That is so good. That is so good. And I think that's the applicable part for anybody listening to this that isn't an intern or isn't a college student. Or maybe they've been working in the same job for decades mm-hmm. that that God has created you for a purpose. And if you ain't dead, you ain't done. And God has something mm-hmm. for you, you know, and he wants to use you in such a such a special way. I think just to end us wherever you're at on the other side of this, you just need to know that you were created to be known and to be loved by God. Amen. You could do, I said this to Austin, like you could do so many amazing things with your hands. Mm -hmm. You could go to so many amazing places with your feet. Yeah. But man, God has created you to be with him. And out of that place of being comes the greatest doing. And I think, for any of us, you may hear us be talking about Sabbathing and talking about silence and solitude and be like, man, these guys are pros. I'm not. No, sir. <laughs> I struggle so much with stopping. I am so like on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. But mm-hmm. I think the best thing that we can do is just take a step. Just take a step in something, whatever that may be. And I, I'd love for if, if you were on the other side of this to reach out to your local FCA staff person or reach out to your pastor and just be like, man, I want to rest better. Can you help me? Uh, that's what that's what's so beautiful about the church is like you need to be plugged into a community of believers mm-hmm. so that you can ask these questions of like, I am about to burn out. That's can right. I get some help? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am struggling with finding time with God. I need some help. Uh, I'm struggling with finding passion for my job again. I need some help. Uh, I think the best thing to do in the kingdom of God is just take one step and watch what the Lord does. You could take 10,000 right. steps in the wrong direction. But if you take the one step back, that That's is right. a mighty step in back God's in eyes. Arms. And so wherever you're at today, we just hope that you hear this and you just encourage coach, athlete, FCA staff person, uh, someone that doesn't know anything about FCA, that, that God loves you so, so much that he sent his son so that you could live fully, fully free Amen. in the kingdom of God. And in that freedom, that's what attracts people to Jesus. So, Lauren, you got anything else to say for the people? A phrase that encouraged me as I came on staff here in Western Oregon um, in greater Portland area is you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. Ooh. Yikes. And I think in the church, we can, we can know a lot. You know, I like how you threw out those words like, oh, we're not pros. Yeah. You know, we know these things. Now the challenge is to live it out. Yep. And I think we, we reproduce who we are. Um, and so if, if we have healthy hearts, we're going to reproduce healthy ministry. We're going yeah. to reproduce healthy discipleship, healthy culture. Yeah. Um, it's not about the head knowledge. It's about the heart mm-hmm. and the transformation that Jesus brings um, in that community. So um, yeah, just super thankful to be part of this conversation today. Yeah. Yeah, Lauren, I'm so thankful for you. You are a 
deep well of wisdom. And I'm excited just for our interns just to hang out with you and learn from you and excited to see where they go. I, what I love about just seeing the interns is that five years from now, Lord knows where they'll be, mm-hmm. but we get to be in front row seats about, it's exciting. yeah, to just to watch what God does in them and this next generation of leaders. And so super thankful for you and the work that you do. Uh, it does not go unnoticed. So super appreciative of everything that you do. So thanks, Michael. Yeah. Honored to do it. Yeah. So TLS, we're so thankful and uh, so honored that you chose to listen with us today and uh, we'll see you next time. Wow, wow, wow. Man, Austin, Lauren, thank you so much for that enriching conversation. I know that for me personally, just to be able to sit with our staff, sit with athletes, sit with coaches and just learn from them. It is such an honor to be with these amazing people and just learn from what God is doing in them and through them. And we hope and pray that the conversations today were encouraging and empowering to you that that you see that you play such a vital role in God bringing his kingdom to earth as it is in heaven and that you can take a step deeper into what that is for your life. True Life Sessions, this is the end of the year. Happy New Year. We're going into the 2022 season. So excited for what FCA's got to come and what God is going to do in this new year. Pray you're encouraged, pray you're excited, and we'll see you next year. <laughs> see you later, TLS.